Hello and welcome to the Restoring Daughterhood podcast. My name is Inga and up until October of last year 2022, I was a successful women's coach in the new age spirituality scene. Having all that I always desired but feeling deeply empty and broken on the inside until Jesus radically saved me out of this and gave me a completely new life and purpose. In this podcast you can expect conversations about all things femininity, faith, relationships and how the restoration of our places as daughters of the Most High God can help us restore our innate feminine design, as in our gracefulness, receptivity, softness and sensitivity. I am going to share my own path and how years of seeking in all the wrong places have ultimately led me to surrendering my life into the hands of God and how a deep intimate relationship with our Creator naturally restored everything that the world has distorted in us women in the whole of history. This podcast is for all women that seek healing in their relationship to the masculine and feel in them the deep longing to surrender and come back to an inner softness and slowness. If that's you, you're definitely in the right place and without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Restoring Daughterhood podcast. In the first four episodes of this podcast, I'm going to share something I never thought I'd share, which is my testimony of how God, over the course of one and a half years, and probably even long before that, pulled me out of the new age and opened my eyes to the deception I was living in, and then radically saved me in October of last year, in 2022, and adopted me as a daughter in the least expected of places in Ubud, Bali, one of the most new-agey places that exist in this world. And I am sure that a lot of the things I'm going to share sound crazy to some or are triggering, especially if you are still in the new age. But let's start at the beginning. So I grew up in a really dysfunctional household and from early childhood on there were a lot of things that I was exposed to that a child never should experience or witness. Which led me to a teenage and early adult time in which I was seeking worth and belonging in all the wrong places. First in my friends, in drugs and partying. Later on in food, how my body looked, in bodybuilding and sports. Until in my early adult life, around 20 years old, I slowly dabbled into the new age spirituality, where I thought I have finally found the truth that we are all one with the universe and we are all just expressions of this one force. I thought I am a light worker and my purpose is to help uplevel the consciousness of the collective so that we all ascend to the 5D consciousness and create a new earth on this planet, which was all arising out of good intentions and because I saw and felt that where the world is heading is not good and not right and that there is a lot of things in this world that are evil and which I thought stems from our subconscious, so we all just need to integrate the dark aspects of our psyche to become whole and healed and create this new earth. But all of this just led me down into a spiral of healing and depression and 
a huge burden that was sitting on my shoulders for years until Jesus radically saved me out of that deception and healed me instantly from all the things I was trying to on my own for so long. So, when I was growing up, there was a lot of stress in my home. There was a lot of dysfunction in my home. Before the age of five, my parents already divorced. I experienced sexual abuse, emotional abuse, alcoholism was present in my home. And I remember that I was from an early age on very conscious about my sexuality and sex was very present in my home. I remember that I very early started to masturbate as a coping mechanism to just deal with all the things that were going on around me. There was porn that I had access to, and as I said, there was sexual abuse happening. So from early on, I didn't experience boundaries or that I have control over my own life or body. And my whole childhood and early teenage time was overshadowed by the alcohol addiction of my father, whom I have never experienced really as my dad, but more as a bystander while we were growing up. And I can see now, today, how he was also just coping and dealing with his own demons, with his own trauma in a way that he knew. And yeah, after very intense and not very easy childhood, um, my father died when I was 14. And that was when a really wild time began. I always say this is where my innocence stopped. I was partying a lot. There was a lot of alcohol and later on techno, parties, drugs, sleeping around. And I also just tried to cope with what has already happened in my life at this young age. And I remember back then there was always this need for a masculine figure in my life. Someone to save me, to give me direction and discipline, someone to give me identity. Which I then unconsciously tried to find in all these things that I was doing and also in boys, having one relationship after the other always just a few months and always with guys who were just lost themselves and still so so immature which just deepened this wound of yeah being not safe in this world and I remember always having this thought of something is off like that's not right this is not how my life should look like and after really rough breakup at 18 and losing all of my friends back then I stopped partying and jumped right into the next thing as a compensation and after co coping with partying and drugs for so long I then tried to gain some sort of control over my life and my body after yeah having experienced all these all these different things where I had no control at all over my life or was controlled by other people in my life. I then tried to, yeah, gain this control back through in intense exercise and dieting. Um, it was around the time of my graduation from high school. 
and I really quickly developed an eating disorder and no one really noticed, like so many other things. There was no one in my life to discipline me or that even noticed really what was going on inside of me or in my life. Um, yeah, I then moved out. I had my very first own flat. I started studying health management and working at a bodybuilding gym. I thought, oh yeah, this is my life path. I'm going to do this my whole life. Um, yeah, people who know me today always laugh when I say to them that I did bodybuilding. <laughs> um, yeah, so I started to do bodybuilding and my eating disorder got just worse together with my depressive periods. And um, yeah, through fitness and the people that I that I worked with and that I encountered in the gym, I got into personal development, started reading all of these books, and I finally I finally found what I was seeking for so long. Like I thought I was seeking this back in the days when I did graduate. I remember I was like searching online on Amazon or something for books about finding myself, but I didn't really know what to look for. And now like this whole new world was opening up in front of me. And I knew, I knew I wanted to heal. I was very aware that something is not right. Um, I have to say here like mental health or therapy those things were never really present in my in my family. Somehow everything was always just fine. I'm always surprised. I mean not now nowadays, not anymore, but I was always surprised when when I heard people or like people the same age as me saying that they went to therapy as children. Like for me that was never a thing, never ever. And I think if it would have been a thing, someone would have noticed that I had a depression in my teenager time and I really needed someone to talk about with with all that happened with my father. But yeah, this was just not present in in this time. So I was seeking all these things that I was missing um, by myself. And a colleague of mine back then told me for the first time about meditation and journaling and one thing led to the other and I started meditating myself and journaling and doing yoga, all these very uh, yeah, innocent things. I remember also having these crazy experiences and quote-unquote awakenings. I had out-of-body experiences and so many revelations. But at the same time, I was deep inside still suffering and also let somehow a double life like during the day and at my workplace I was this healthy fit chick doing yoga and all these conscious conscious things yoga meditation doing inner work and also teaching others how to lead a health, healthy lifestyle and in my free time I had just started this really toxic relationship with an abusive drug dealer I was taking drugs again, I was partying throughout the week and even back then I knew, okay, this is weird, leading this double, double life and this just shows how, yeah, how broken and split inside of me I was. Um, 
when he started, like my ex, when he started hitting me, I broke up with him and started digging deeper and going deeper into all these things, spirituality and new age, because I thought I would find the answer there for why this was again and again happening to me. Like, why had I all these uh, relapses? And back then I found out for the first time about shadow work and very quickly found myself on a shadow work seminar and suddenly I knew, okay, this is my way, this is gonna heal me. I thought I found the holy grail. And then this spiral of healing and depression really started. There were phases when I felt better and then worse again and actually I was like looking back I was just feeling worse and worse and worse and thought this is part of healing all of this that's coming up right now has been inside of me all along and I just need to heal it it's part of the process and um, yeah it's it's just it's just how it is how this works and back then I more and more turned away from people in my life that I thought were not as quote-unquote awakened as I was and thought no one understands me, that my family doesn't understand what I'm going through, that my friends don't understand that. And yeah, I was then uh, visiting all these shadow work seminars and traveling after this woman who hosted these and suddenly... Of course, there were people that truly understand me because, yeah, there were a lot of other traumatized people. People like me that were seeking healing, that were seeking truth. And it gave me the feeling of, finally, I'm not alone. There are others who are just as broke as me. And it was like a whole new world of expressing emotions and authentic relating and talking about how we feel showing our emotions expressing ourselves etc so this new world became my new reality this was the real world and those other quote-unquote normal people who were in my eyes not aware of their trauma were in my eyes, living a life in illusion. Like those were the sheep. And I was the one that was woke. So yeah. My whole life, like looking back, actually my whole life and the world, how I knew it, was just falling apart back then. And at the age of 21, I quit everything, my health management study, my job, even my friendships, etc. My flat, I moved out of the city where I was studying. And in less than a year, I moved into uh, like a vegetarian alternative hippie community, moved out again, went to India to do my yoga teacher training and prepared myself for a world trip, like a trip around the world. And I remember being always restless always trying to fill that void inside of me. What I know now was just searching for God in all the wrong places. Like I was trying to fill this God-shaped hole inside of me. And yeah, I always had these really intense phases 
Before I started my trip, I again fell into this deep hole, started taking drugs again, smoking, parties, etc. And this was just right after my super blissful, conscious yoga teacher training. So yeah, I was I was living a life of extremes. Um, and on my trip, when I started it, I felt so, so, so restless, so broken. I was so depressed, so much darkness. And I thought, this is healing. I'm just healing. This is how it looks like. So I just dove deeper into all things new age without even realizing um, how it all just got darker and darker and I was losing myself in it. I thought it's all part of the process, that my darkness is a part of me and just I just need to integrate it. And when I traveled to Bali, which I didn't know back then was the last stop of my world trip, I was still running away, still seeking to fill that void. Um, yeah, I broke my food and I realized I need to go back to Germany. I also started my coaching business in Bali, which just led me even deeper into all the new age things because now I was not just consuming it and doing it myself, but I also started teaching it to others. And at this point, I want to say, if you're listening to this and you've ever worked with me, I am very sorry for any false teachings, anything that I have taught you that was leading you further away from God. I renounce every lie that I have spoken over you and every stronghold that this has caused in your life. And I pray that you will find the truth behind all these lies. Yeah, so I was getting through my business and um, through my own healing journey, I was getting deeper into all of it. All of it, like yoga, meditation, breathwork, veganism, crystals, astrology, shamanism, plant medicine, mantra singing, Reiki, sacred geometry, all kind of different healing modalities, ecstatic dance, tantra, like so much. I even forgot a lot of things that I that I did, um, like channeling, manifestation, shadow work, all of it. And I always dabbled into all of it, but never really stuck to just one of these paths. Um, and that's actually what the New Age tells you, like all paths lead to God, all paths lead to fulfillment. And actually, looking back, I was just very confused often and overwhelmed, like so overwhelmed by all these things, thinking I need all of it and want to learn about all of it. And I was mixing so many different modalities together. Maybe some of you know that. <laughs> My business was growing. I started to specialize in shadow work and inner child healing, and I was rather successful with it. So on the on the outside, my life got more stable and I started to really figure out my life, I thought. But on the inside, I still I still tried to fill that void inside of me. And again and again, I had moments of relief from this omnipresent burden on my shoulders. A short 
<clears throat> a short relief of my seeking, my depression, anxiety, the heaviness that I was constantly feeling, just to find myself again in all of that and worse, and kind of seeking the next thing that would bring me salvation, seeking my next quote-unquote truth. But it all always left me empty. And again and again, these things I thought brought healing and fulfillment failed me more and more and more. So I was seeking more. I was seeking even more. And in the new age, it really is like an addiction. You start with something very soft, very innocent, like a soft drug, like yoga or meditation, journaling, personal development, and suddenly you are sucked into this into this huge world that has all these promises and modalities in store for you. Like there's no end because there are so many different paths. And that's, as I said, actually the promise. All paths lead to fulfillment or ultimately to God. Yeah, I was building my business during this time and dove more and more into the divine feminine embodiment and basically just more into sensuality and celebrating the flesh and I thought I find all my answers that I was seeking in my body and in liberating my sexuality. I thought this is the the next holy grail. And around this time I also started speaking about God. A part of me back then already re realized there was a God and that he is the ultimate answer. And the more all my practices failed me, the more the need for a personal savior was growing. But the way I was seeking God was very weird and very perverted. I used to say things like, Fucked open by God, making love to God, finding God through sexual liberation, etc. I'm, God, I'm so sorry for that. I was so deceived. And I can see now how the enemy was working that entire time in my life, seducing me into all those false promises of healing and feeling better. And how he was using my whole story of trauma and pain against me. How he was using this to pull me into this world and keep me distracted and so absorbed with my own self or the healing of myself or of the world so that I don't find God and don't find the true healing and the the true yeah, life that can actually fulfill me and give me what I was seeking for so long. I've found so many answers in this time to my questions, but never true relief. Like so many modalities and tools, but never true healing. I was always left empty. And the more I got into sensuality and sexual liberation, the more my business was growing the more money I had, and yet the more aware I became of this emptiness that was still lingering around inside of me. And also the more self-absorbed I was getting. It was all about the self. All about the self. Self-love, self-pleasure, self-confidence, self-worth, self-care, etc., etc., etc. All about the self. 
I even used myself, my body, my sexuality, my sensuality to promote my business. And of course, sex sells. And I was also teaching the women that worked with me the same things. And I didn't realize how I was just opening myself up for more confusion and all kinds of evil spirits and demonic oppression that kept me in these cycles. I simply didn't know. I had such pure intentions like so many have in the new age and healing space. I just wanted to heal and I thought I am on the right path. This is this is right. And yes, at the end of 2021, God really started to pursue me and call me back to him very, very loudly. And I can say it was not the easiest time. There was a lot of um, questioning, like my whole, it felt like my whole world was falling apart and so many things that I believed in were not making sense anymore. And yeah, of course, because it was lies. It was all built on lies. And yeah, that's for the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. And in the next episode, I'm gonna share about how God was calling me home 